Welcome to Small Business All Figured Out, the Tax Bite Edition. These tax bites are created for you, the individual taxpayer, to give you tax tips and tools to help you prepare for tax time 2020. The Tax Bite Edition is hosted by registered tax agents and CPAs, Cheryl Cole and Corinne Cole. We'd like to let you know that all the advice that you're hearing in this podcast episode is general in nature. If you would like something more specific to you and your particular circumstances, you're welcome to contact us. Welcome to episode 15 of Small Business All Figured Out. I'm your host, Corinne. And I'm your co-host, Cheryl. And we're here for another special episode of Small Business All Figured Out, the Tax Bite edition. So these special Tax Bite episodes will be happening in the lead up to tax time 2020 to help you prepare for tax time and to get the inside scoop as to what you can and can't claim on tax and what documentation you need to ensure your claim holds up in an ATO audit. That's right. And although this entire podcast is produced with the small business owner in mind, a small business owner is still going to need to prepare and lodge an individual tax return. And so what we talk about in the Tax Bite episodes will be just as relevant to you as it is to an individual taxpayer who are not business owners. So you may want to share these episodes with family and friends or even staff who work in your business as they will likely be lodging an individual tax return. Okay, so this episode is all about working from home and the expenses that you as an employee may be able to claim. And this this topic is uh, very relevant right now because as we're recording this, we are in fact amidst the COVID-19 crisis and many of you where possible are now self-isolating and perhaps even working from home. That's right. And this might be a choice by you to work from home or it might be at the direction of your employer. But either way, you're probably wanting to know what you can and can't claim in your tax return when it comes to claiming home office expenses. And I know this week alone, we've had numerous phone calls from clients who have called up to find out what should they be keeping uh, to prepare for tax time 2020, given that they're now working from home. That's right. So I feel that this is a very timely episode. It is. It mm. is. And I want to be really clear that this episode will focus on the expenses that employees who work from home can claim as opposed to business owners who operate a business from their home. Yes. That's slightly different and we don't delve into that too much in this episode. Correct. But let's start off by addressing whether there are any conditions that must be met in order for you to be able to claim an expense for a home office expense? Well, as with any expense that you claim in your tax return, you have to ensure that you've actually incurred the expense and it has not been reimbursed by your employer. Yep. So if your employer is paying for your internet at home under these circumstances or something like that, obviously that won't be tax deductible to you. And with respect to claiming home office expenses, there must be a real or actual connection between the use of your home office all the devices you're using and your income producing work. So uh, yeah, there has to be that nexus basically. So the expenses that you can claim a deduction for will depend on your specific home office or your working from home situation. And for employees, this will generally fall into three categories. If you want to talk us through that, Corinne. Sure. So 
you have a dedicated work area at home, which is a space, you know, such as a study or a spare room. So you must have a dedicated work area at home. And this room is set aside primarily or exclusively for work activities. Uh, You do also have a workplace or an office elsewhere, but you're working at home after hours or on certain days of the week by agreement with your employer. So that's one situation where you might find yourself as an employee working from home. Yep. Secondly, you don't have a dedicated work area at your home. So you don't have a specific room set up or set aside. Um, And that means that you are doing some work at home um, from the lounge room, for example, of an evening whilst you're watching TV. So that's another slightly different scenario. So no dedicated workspace, but you are still doing work from home. Yes. And that affects the way you can claim also. And the third, but the less common situation is where your home is essentially the principal place of business. So it's operating as a business premises. And we do talk about this one a little later on in the episode, um, but it's it's less likely to affect you as an employee working from home under these, particularly under these COVID-19 circumstances. Yes. And just to give some more clarity around that, it's generally where you are actually required to work from home every day because you don't have a, a place of work That's right. And we go into that detail later on in the episode. That's right. So let's talk about what expenses can you claim as an employee working from home? Mm. Cheryl, do you want to talk us through that? Okay. So if you are an employee working from home, you can claim the work-related portion of certain home office running expenses. And these running expenses generally include things such as your electricity and gas used for heating, cooling, and powering work-related equipment, such as your computers and your printers. It also includes the decline in value or the depreciation on equipment, furniture and furnishings in the area that you use for work and generally that you set aside to use for work. Yeah. It also includes the cost of repairs to the equipment, the furniture and the furnishings that are in this dedicated space. And it can also include other running expenses, including your computer consumables such as printer ink, printer paper stationery other bits and pieces like that so and it also can include cleaning of the dedicated workspace okay so as well as your home office running expenses you may be able to claim the work-related percentage of your phone and your internet expense so there are a few different ways to calculate home office running expenses and the phone and the internet expenses So let's talk about what records you'd need to keep in order to calculate your tax deductible portions. So Corinne, you can talk us through what records must be kept in respect of all these claims. Okay, so we'll start with the records you need to keep um, if you're working to to work out your home office running expenses. So there are basically two methods. The first is the fixed rate method. So the fixed rate of 52 cents per hour. As declared by the ATO. That's a predetermined rate Um, it can change year on year it's been constant up until last year and from the 2019 year it was 52 cents per hour yes Um, and you can calculate your actual expenses that's the other method available to you so it's either the cents per hour or a calculation based on actual expenses right so if you choose the fixed rate the cents per hour method you need to keep records of the actual hours you worked at home during the financial year and the other way this can be done so you could literally log every hour worked yep keep a diary of that or you can keep a representative diary to illustrate what a four-week period looks like 
that shows your usual pattern of working at home. And then based on that four-week period, we'd then extrapolate this across the remainder of the year to determine your full claim. Right. Okay. So that that minimizes a lot of the headache of having to take notes week on week of what you're doing. That's right. It removes that admin burden, but you do have to be mindful of leaving out um, holidays and and things like that as well. You can't claim the full 52 weeks of the year. Yes. It has to be based more on a Provided that you took four weeks annual leave. That's right. If you work the whole way through, that's fine. You'd also need to be able to substantiate that. And the other method is the actual expense method. And to use this, you pretty much have to have a dedicated work area set aside at yes. home. It's no good to just be sort of incidentally working. From the kitchen table. Yeah, whilst dining you, room you know, other family members are in the room. That's yes. kind of not allowed yep. per the ATO's uh, rules. Mm-hmm. So to work out this tax deduction, you'll need to maintain the following records. So a record of the total number of hours that you've spent doing work from home during the financial year. So that's point one. That's step one. Make sure you have that clearly documented. Yes. And then if you're intending to claim cleaning expenses of your dedicated office space, you're going to need to apportion this claim by working out the floor area of your office space. Again, if you're using a shared area like a kitchen or lounge room, the rest of the family is using, you're not going to be able to claim this kind of expense. So, but if you've got a bedroom or study that's set aside for the purpose, this might be relevant to you. Mm -hmm. And then the other thing you want to be able to work out is the cost of your heating, cooling and lighting. And to do this, you're going to have to keep your utility bills so that we can see the cost per unit of the power used in your home. And ideally you want to keep a record of power consumption per kilowatt hour for each appliance or item of equipment you use at home. Now, this Mm. sounds pretty complex and clients do give me a weird look when I explain how it works on a technical level. However, if you do do it and you do get audited, at least you can show how you've arrived at your claim. In the absence of these kinds of um, data and information, you're going to have a more difficult time proving to the ATO how you arrived at your claim and you're giving them the power to knock it out of the return. Correct. Okay. And you need to be mindful also when we're working out this calculation, has the area been used by other members of your household? And if that's the case, you're going to have to apportion these expenses accordingly. Yes. So you also need to keep a list of your purchased office equipment and furniture that you've used uh, for your home office space. Yes. And again, we're going to have to apportion that based on the work-related use. So if you're using your laptop 80% of the time, then that's what we'll be claiming in terms of the depreciation Correct. Uh, on that. Likewise, printers, desks, ch- office chairs, that sort of thing. And it's really important that you keep these receipts because we need to be able to see the date and the amount to work out the decline in value. That's right. So I think the, the main takeaway there as well is that even though you may have a dedicated workspace um, that you use for working from home, if you do use a part of it for private usage, for example, you're just trawling the internet or um, you've got some other things that you need to do administrative-wise that's not work-related, then yes. we would still need to apportion that That's right. for your claim. That's right. So keep a record of the number of hours you spend working from home and keep your utility bills and if you can work out uh, the power consumption of the items of equipment that you use in your office and the cost of any desks, office chairs, etc. And so basically when you do come in at tax time, 
um, you're able to present us with that information and we can determine for you which which claim is going to be the most adequate. That's right. Given your circumstances. The more records you keep, the easier it is for us to work out and compare the methods and which one will give you the greater tax deduction in your return. Exactly. So let's now talk about phone and internet expenses because they're worked yes. out in a slightly different way. Cheryl, do you want to talk us through that? Yeah. So with your phone and internet expenses, if your claim is more than $50, you need to be able to show how you use your phone and internet over a four-week representative period. So if you're on a mobile or internet plan, make sure that you keep copies of your phone and internet bills from which you can identify work-related calls and internet usage. And we'd also recommend that you keep diary entries and any other evidence which shows you worked from home or made work-related phone calls or used the internet for work to be able to prove your claim. So it's handy if you do have an itemized phone and internet bill because you'll be able to go through it and determine your percentage of work use and whether that's over a four-week representative period or the entire year. So what the ATO cares most about is that you've worked out the percentage you're claiming using a reasonable basis and that could be or could include working it out based on the number of work calls made as a percentage of total calls. So the other thing to keep in mind is given that we're now all experiencing these terrible effects of the COVID-19 pandemic and may now have to be working from home or have chosen to work from home, if you're going to use a four-week representative period to calculate your expenses over the income year, and your usual pattern of work has changed throughout the year, then you will need to keep separate records to show your expenses. So, for example, if you normally work from home, say, one day a week, and due to an emergency such as COVID-19 or bushfire or drought or whatever has been happening, you've been required to work from home for an extended period, then you would need to keep records of both. It's it's not okay to, say, for the last four weeks uh, of the financial year, for example, you've worked from home full time and then extrapolate that and say, that's been representative my, of my entire full year of work because that would be incorrect. So what we're suggesting is, or what we're recommending you do is simply claim for the period that you were totally working from home full time, for example, and then have a separate record to show how you were using your home office for the remainder of the period of the year. Okay. And another common question is, what if your employer doesn't have an office or a physical workplace that you can attend for work? Yeah, because there are some people that don't actually go to work because they don't have a place of work. That's right. And let's talk about that. So this scenario is obviously less common. And as we mentioned earlier, um, it's more likely that you're going to fall into one of two categories. And that's where you have a dedicated home office yes. or you happen to do some work from home but not in a dedicated space. Correct. But there are some employees who don't have an office or a workplace made available to them by their employer. Yep. So it may be that your employer doesn't have an office in your state. So they might have, uh, for example, you might be living in Melbourne but your employer's head office is in Sydney yes. and they want to have a representative in Melbourne to service Melbourne and Victoria. 
And you may therefore be forced to use your home as a place of business. Yes. Or you might have an employer who has never had any formal workplace because they operate a, distri- a distributed workforce yep. uh, and they require you to use your home as a place of business. So that means that part of your home is being used as your sole base of operations for your income producing activities. With that, you have the ability to claim slightly different expenses. Mm-hmm. And we'll talk about what they are. They're known as occupancy expenses and they include things such as rent mortgage interest the insurance on your property council rates water rates and land tax and i have a lot of uh, clients ask me if they can claim occupancy expenses and generally it's no unless your home is a place of business and there is nowhere else that you can work yes then then you can claim home occupancy expenses. And that's, that's got to be the distinction. It really does. And with that, uh, you can still claim uh, your running expenses as well. So on top of the rent or mortgage interest, council rates, etc., you can still then claim your heating, cooling and lighting if the area is set aside for work purposes. So the same conditions still apply to the running expenses and you'll be claiming both. Okay, And it's really important to note that if you work from home as a matter of convenience, claiming home occupancy costs is just not available to you. That's right. It's only the running costs. That's right. And I don't know for certain, but I feel that in the COVID-19 situation, home occupancy is not going to be a deduction that's available to you. So because you've chosen or been told to work from home, I don't believe this is going to render your home Uh, a place of business. Yes. Okay. So we've had a few questions about that already. Does my rent become deductible, et cetera? The answer is no. That's right. It will just be, you're restricted to the normal running expenses. Yes. And the record keeping requirements will obviously apply. Correct. In both instances. Now there is some extra information available about home occupancy expenses. If you do want to uh, have a, have a read on that, there's a tax ruling about it, which is tax ruling 93 slash 30. Uh, but I feel it won't apply to most circumstances. It's very rare that we come across that one. That's right. Uh, and another common question sort of on the back of that is, if I am claiming working from home expenses, is my home subject to capital gains tax? Yes. So, And in most cases, if you do work from home as an employee and you're claiming working from home expenses, it won't have any CGT or capital gains tax implications for your home. However, if you are running a business from home or claiming occupancy expenses, as Corinne just mentioned, such as your rent, your mortgage, interest or council rates, because you're using the home as your actual place of business, then CGT may apply. So that is something that you would need to um, consult with us depending on your yeah, that can be a downside of claiming occupancy expenses. Not that I believe it will apply to most employees, no. but if you do, you are then at risk of a capital gains tax implication. If you were to sell your family that's, home, which that's ordinarily right. is tax-free. That's right. But rest assured that just merely working from home uh, and claiming or running expenses does not subject you to capital gains tax. Yes. And lastly, claiming car or travel expenses when working from home. Mm, So your ability to claim car or travel expenses when working from home does depend on your specific circumstances. So we, we really do recommend that you discuss this with 
of registered tax agents such as ourselves at tax time. However, if you think you might be able to claim for car or travel expenses, we also recommend that you do listen to our episodes, uh, episode 9 and 11, yes, um, where we talk about the logbook method and the cents per kilometre method and how exactly you need to maintain records for each of those methods if you choose to claim a deduction. That's right. So basically keep your records and then we can assess it during your appointment as to whether it is uh, work-related travel that you will be able to claim. And it will be based on your particular circumstances. That's right. That's right. So we didn't want to deep dive into that because it will vary on everyone's specific situation. Correct. Okay, so that wraps up this Tax Bites special episode. Thanks again for joining Cheryl and I, and we hope that this episode has given you some understanding of what is claimable for your home office. And if you're looking for a new tax agent to help you with your 2020 income tax return, or perhaps you've fallen behind and need to get back up to date, take a moment to visit our website at platinumaccounting.com.au where you can join our email list to get our best tax tips, no clutter, just the useful stuff. And again, if you liked this episode and think someone else you know will get some value out of it, please go ahead and share it. And remember to let them know that you can listen to Small Business All Figured Out and our Tax Bites wherever you listen to podcasts. Thanks for listening and bye for now.